This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, January 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. State budget proposal released. Newsom wants to raise pesticide fees. AFBF chief, too early to know on aid need. And Vilsack looks to heal action on farm workers. State budget plan restores climate funding and targets pesticides. Governor Gavin Newsom issued his $227 billion budget proposal on Friday for the fiscal year starting in July. With a windfall of $15 billion, the governor plans to backfill a few ag-related programs in the current year as well. These include CDFA's Healthy Soils Program, which will receive $30 million in total from the state's Greenhouse Gas Reduction Fund. The same cap-and-trade revenues will deliver $170 million to a program at the Air Resources Board that incentivizes farmers to upgrade ag equipment. Another climate-smart program focused on water use efficiency would gain $40 million. On the note of water, $60 million in taxpayer dollars in the proposal would help communities to implement plans for the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Newsom has also revived his proposal for the Climate Catalyst Fund, which would offer low-interest loans to farmers investing in green technology. With a pot of nearly $4 million, CDFA plans to continue funding research on integrated pest management strategies. Another $8 million would expand cooperative extension research and assistance for IPM. The administration has also responded to industry concerns over skyrocketing costs for reporting and monitoring requirements across agencies. The proposal would allocate $8 million for streamlining those requirements to reduce stakeholder costs and for developing a central hub for all reporting. Newsom to raise pesticide fees to cover environmental justice goals. Governor Newsom has opened a new battlefront with the agriculture industry by proposing to overhaul the mill assessment on pesticides. This acts like a sales tax to fund the bulk of budget for the Department of Pesticide Regulation. The existing flat fee structure, which has not increased in more than a decade, would be replaced by a risk-based assessment. Fees would escalate through a tier system according to the toxicity of each pesticide product. Cal EPA Secretary Jared Blumfeld said at a press call that this is something the governor, quote, cares deeply about, adding, it actually sounds fairly simple, but it's fairly radical. Blumenfeld expects the new tax will generate $20 million a year for IPM research and add $16.5 million for enforcement and monitoring. The additional revenue would also allow the agency to expand both its pesticide air monitoring network and community engagement. Yet the administration may play a background role in implementing the policy. Keeley Bosler, the state's financial director, noted that changing the mill assessment would require a two-thirds vote from the legislature, setting up an urban-rule battle to come. Industry groups which have been anticipating Newsom's proposal for months are likely to push for more transparency on how DPR spends its budget. Ag representatives have shared with AgriPulse concerns that DPR has increased spending on environmental justice programs, while its approval process for new products has dropped to a sluggish pace. 
Vilsack talks issues with fruit and vegetable industry. Farm groups continue to have online meetings with members of the Biden transition team and key cabinet picks. On Friday, Agriculture Secretary-designate Tom Vilsack talked with more than a dozen leaders in the fruit and vegetable sector. Among the issues they discussed, vaccine distribution, immigration reform, and climate change. According to a readout provided by the Biden transition team, the ag leaders told Vilsack they, quote, are not a monolith and requested that USDA, including its senior staff, take the time to understand the complexities of their work and the challenges they face. Vilsack indicated he hopes Congress will take up the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, which passed the House in 2019 and folded into a broader immigration reform bill, according to Robert Gunther of the United Fresh Produce Association. The FWMA, which was supported by many farm groups, included provisions to make H-2A available for year-round workers on a limited basis and would provide undocumented farm workers a path to legal status. Keep in mind, immigration reform remains a heavy lift for Congress, although the chances of a bill passing are somewhat better with Democrats in control of both the House and the Senate. AFBF president says pandemic unknowns remain. Prices for many commodities have risen sharply to levels not seen in several years. But the president of the nation's largest farm group, the American Farm Bureau Federation, isn't ruling out seeking additional federal relief in 2021. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. We still don't know when the end of it is going to come. We still don't know how this administration is going to be handling trade agreements. Also, you never know what the weather's going to do. That Zippy Duvall at a news conference yesterday on the opening day of the AFBF annual convention. Duvall said the climate policy proposals developed by the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance are under active discussion on Capitol Hill. AFBF is a part of that coalition. He said he has talked directly to several of President-elect Joe Biden's cabinet picks and that some of them contacted him first. Duvall didn't name those cabinet designees. Final rules for Farm Bill Conservation Programs imminent. New rules for the Regional Conservation Partnership Program and Agricultural Conservation Easement Program should be finalized soon. That according to Kevin Norton, Acting Chief of USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service. We've not been limited, we've not slowed down, and there's just a few provisions that we need to get the regulation published so we can move forward, Norton told AgriPulse. Norton expects the ASEP rule to be published shortly after the RCPP. The 2018 Farm Bill provided dedicated funding for RCPP, $300 million a year. It also made some other changes. Among other things, all projects will have to report on environmental outcomes. Here's today's He Said It. Increasing taxes during a global pandemic and economic recession is moronic. That Merced Assembly member Adam Gray in praising Newsom for rebuking calls to raise taxes to make up for an anticipated budget deficit. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 11th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.